of magic's best. But what's that? It's not a train. It's a prison where I Welcome to the Enigma Hour with Captain Tiki Mjolkovs and Captain Dave is at my side. Right Manishma. Hey, uh, hey. Shana Tova. Yes, we'll talk about more about that in a minute. Anyway, this is uh, the Enigma Hour with Captain Tiki and Captain Dave. I'm Olaf Phillips. He's reporting for duty. Yes, reporting for duty. We broadcast live on KADLP. 103.5 FM Sonora every Thursday, 10 p.m. to midnight. I just love that song. That's where every week we explore one of life's little, little mysteries. And we actually, <laughs> it's, a, it's all just a mystery to me. Yeah, it's a bit of a mystery to me too. But you follow, <laughs> follow the clues to wherever they lead. So we've yeah. shut off the lights tonight to uh, try to create a bit of a liminal space. Right. We right. report, you figure it out. Yeah, so we're going to try a bit of an experiment tonight. So Dave is constantly telling me, you know, this building is super-duper haunted. Well, no, I just... Uh, no, you said it was super-duper. You used the word super-duper. <laughs> no, what, what it was is that you can look up you know, it just amazes me. Right now, I am researching the hauntings in Tuolumne County. I'm more of a solid substance guy. You know, my grandmother was into spiritualism, but I don't know, growing up, I'm somewhat of a skeptic. Well, sure, I, you should be. Um, so I never did much research. But I'm telling you, I'm looking up haunt. I went to the uh, uh, county, county facility, uh, historical 
facility, research facility. That's, that's where Dave hangs out. I actually, I do sometimes. I, know, I, know. I hit no the books. And uh, the list just keeps on going. Holy crap. So, you know, every... It's got every... like two pages of haunted sites. <laughs> and this is just oh my, scratching oh the surface. These are the public buildings. Uh, I uh, was talked to a lady the other day that uh, she, when she first moved into the house, it was real, well, maybe we'll have... Uh, she said she actually went to, like, I was a great-grandson or something of Edgar Allan Poe. She oh, knew wow. him. Okay. And um, I knew I knew uh, Philip K. Dick's like fourth wife. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, but, all, I'm always on the B end of the celebrity scale. Uh, uh, but all she's the, cool though. She really and she has some really interesting stories. All the utilities kept going on. You know, like uh, she'd have company over, and all of a sudden the blender would start. Yeah, you were telling me the blender story. <laughs> yeah, so t- tell them the blender story. Well, it's just. Uh, so all the various small appliances would just go on for no reason at all. And she had guests over, and all of a sudden the blender went on. And she did not want to go into the kitchen. So one of the guys that was there just went ahead and went in there to turn it off. And he came back and he said it was going, but the switch was turned to off. He says, I just unplugged it. That's crazy. You know, I have a story like that, though. You know, I, I lived in England. And we lived in this, <clears throat> it was like a converted house into a bunch of flats. And there are, there are a few things that are kind of funny about where I lived. I, I lived next door to a guy from Michigan who worked for Ford. And I was living in England, right? So two, Amer- two Americans living next door to each other. Then there, the guy above us who lived in the, in the attic, uh, he worked for Volvo. And Volvo had just bought, bought by Ford. And so they were not friends. Like, super not friends. <laughs> but anyway, so we lived in, in a flat, and it was, you know, I, I always got the sense it was haunted, but I was kind of dismissive of it. So one day, I'm, I'm, I'm in, down in the basement where the kitchen was, and I'm leaning against this massive stove. I mean, it was like a six-burner professional-grade Smeg stove. Smeg is a high-end European brand. And so the guy who owned the place, you know, he had a ton of money. And so it was like top of the line, everything. So I'm leaning against this thing, right? Gas burners. And, you know, I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. I don't know if it's really haunted or not. And just then, like half the burners like lit. Like I, I, it was, my back was to it, almost caught the back of my shirt on fire. I was like, well, I guess it is haunted. Because all the burners were turned off. Yeah. So uh, we had an experience. I always like to go see the bands at the Brookdale Lodge in Santa Cruz. And that's oh, a the notorious Brookdale place, Lodge. okay? Oh, yes. And so we go to go down there and we rent a room. And uh, we go into the little dining room. And they have a creek that runs through the dining room. It's closed right now. And I'm sure it is. Uh, well, it, no, the Brookdale's open, but the dining room part oh, okay. is for retrofitting. Uh, I bet. For like the last <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if people that know about this place, it has a mermaid window. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, it has the a whole creek bit. that runs through the middle of uh, it. Yeah. No joke. Right. So we're sitting there eating, and we're the only ones in it. that room. And, I, and she leans over to me. She goes, Can't you hear the clinking of dishes and people talking? And I said, Yeah, it's just the creek, but it didn't sound like the creek. Okay? No, it sounded like clanking of dishes and people right. talking. So uh, she uh, says, I'm not staying in that place again. That expletive uh, place again. 
Right. So the place creeped her out. She goes, we'll stay in another hotel. And then, <laughs> you, then we can go and you can listen to your band that's playing, you know. You're going to have the sons of Chaplin, right? Okay. So, um, so we get another room at another inn. And we walk in and it says, it's the only room left. We got it. Uh, she goes to turn on the sink and the sink falls off the hinges, just water going everywhere. The whole sink just falls, collapses. Okay. And uh, so we go to the, it says, I'm sorry, but uh, that's the only room we have, but we can book you a room in the neighboring hotel. In the Brookdale. <laughs> it's the Brookdale, it's the only <laughs> one. We have to go back there. So when we go back, I go to turn on the lights. Well, I do turn on the lights. Okay. And all of a sudden, they start going off and on, flickering. And I said, uh, look, Juliette, happy to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing paranormal happened to me, but I did sing karaoke. All right. But what I was going to say is Tuolumne County is so amazing. I mean, every town and city, like Brookdale, right. it's got a reputation for being haunted. Super right? haunted, yeah. Yeah. So every place has that. But I'm telling you, per capita, we have probably the most of anywhere. I and mean, it seems like every other building. Here's just some public buildings. The okay, County Courthouse, the old post office in St. Xavier Church. Oh, I, you know, like when they do the top 10, I mean, it depends on what the source is. Right. But I found the Ireland, some kind of Ireland travel magazine from okay. Ireland, and they're doing the top 10 haunted places, and Chinese camp is listed as one of them. Oh, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> so that's amazing. Well, to I me. definitely believe it. I mean, it's, it, this is a, I think we've established this is a very weird place. And uh, ghosts are so common up here, spirits or whatever you want to call them, entities. <laughs> That people are name them. They're just like members of the household. <laughs> so the Groveland Hotel has a guy named Lyle. Lyle. That lives there. Now okay. at the Sonora Inn, there's a little girl that bounces the ball on the upstairs floor. I've heard about that. Yeah. And the elevator go just starts and goes up and down all by itself sometimes. At the Sonora Inn? At the Sonora Inn, yeah. So uh, the Jamestown Hotel is really famous because there's a site of so many disasters. First of all, it's built on top of a collapsed mine where mucho people died, okay? Right. And then it kept, it was called the Willow because it was surrounded by willow trees. Right. Well, the place kept starting on fire. It used to be a big two-story <laughs> building. <laughs> Now it's down to what's, pretty much what's, what's saved story? is the bar. <laughs> that, that's literally all it is. Yeah, so, and you want to know what? Um, Go. It's one of the ha most haunted places around. They, uh, well, I want to do the show from there. We're, we're going to get in touch with the guys at the Willow because I want to do the show from there. Jamestown Hotel? Oh, oh uh, the um, National Hotel, they got a... Uh, Lady named Flo. Oh, right. Flo's really An famous. entity. And she's like a prankster. And uh, they keep notebooks in each room so you can write about um, uh, your experiences spending the night. Now, the City Hotel in Columbia, they never had any problem with ghosts until they got this bed, this old antique Victorian bed. Uh-oh. And that's <laughs> when the haunting started. So it's Stephen King. It's like the haunted haunted bed. So yeah, so about that 
So uh, I'm not sure if you guys out there have ever watched it. I don't think you have, Dave. But there's a, a TV show called Hellier. And Hellier, it's, it's probably a show in and of itself to talk about Hellier. But the people that do it, the Newkirks, right? They, they have a haunted stuff museum. So they have a, like a couple of rooms in their house. It's just like haunted stuff. So people buy stuff off of eBay or Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, and it turns out to be haunted, and they get freaked out. And so now they mail it to the Newkirks, and the Newkirks put it in the Paranormal Museum. All right. So they actually just released a new documentary on Amazon called The Unbinding. <clears throat> and in that, they have this haunted object. It was like a crone. And they actually go back and try to figure out where this crone came from because it's like uber super haunted. So uh, it's just a real cabinet of curiosities. Oh, it's like a half a house full of curiosities. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, Life's little mysteries, Dave. Well, I just think in all the Stephen King novels, it's something possessed. I even read one of his short stories where it was a laundry press possessed. Oh, sure. It can be anything. So, uh, and be, so be careful when you shop on eBay. Yeah, so the antique bed um, in the city is. hotel. Okay. Uh, the, um, the museum is actually, that used to be the jail, the original jail. Uh, well, you know that's the 1860s. That. Well, what happened is they have, I don't know if you see how the old jails, they would close all the cells at once by pulling down oh, right. this bar yeah. and the whole thing would lock in the place. Yeah, they have that at Alcatraz. Okay, so uh, this guy, whether it was on purpose or just for whatever reason, but he had matches and cigarettes on him, and he started a fire. That's not a good idea. And, um, well, some people say the story was that he was going to keep himself warm. I guess the jails get pretty close, uh, 1867 jail. Uh, but it's a cool facility. But it, you go inside, it's a little creepy where the cell area is. I admit that. And... Uh, so when they tried to pull open the cell thing to rescue them, right. the, the metal, the heat had expanded it. Yeah, so they couldn't open it. And they so. couldn't open it. So you burned it up in there. Yeah. We should do the show from there. Uh, I could actually get us into there. His, yeah. name was, his name was Tom Horn. Yeah, we should, we should do the show, right. get, it, get, a, get a local ghost hunter, do, record the show in the, in the, uh, the cell block. That'd be a lot of fun. You know, the Fallon Hotel has uh, got a ghost uh, kid in room three that steals stuff. And it's uh, real famous for orbs and furniture moving around by itself. Furniture moving is freaky. That, that's always freaked me out. Um, one time I was down in Columbia and it was some kind of ghost hunters of some sort, the TV show and uh, whatever it was called. And uh, I, I got curious and ended up watching the episode because they spent the night at the, I, I think it was the Fallon. It probably was. And uh, they set up their cameras and that faucet kept turning on and off all by itself. I'm not surprised. And so, I mean, but these are old houses. Okay, but here is the gem. Uh-oh, it's the gem. <clears throat> Okay, this is kind of the, the main event. 
the deep research I do. Very deep. So it says a ghost in Tuolumne County, and this is from the Daily Alta, California, December 12th, 1859. Okay, and you tell me if this is a ghost or what it is. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's play the Name That 14 game. We have been aware for some weeks past that there were rumors of a ghost having been seen at Lions Ranch. You know where Lions Ranch is? You know, Lion, no. Lions Ball, Malton Road? Okay. Where the turkey, uh, and you keep on going up that road, you go to, what is that? Is that, that's Indigene, right? The yeah, I think that's Indigene. All right, there. So very good cider, by the way. Okay, so that's just like a couple of miles out of town. Well, it says, uh, so Lions Ranch, situated in the mountain road about four miles from town, Lions Ball Mountain Road but have not been able to gather particulars until this week. So they go into the description of Lyons Ranch, and I didn't realize the original property owner, Jim Lyons, actually killed somebody. One of the Blakely brothers. That's going to make it haunted. Um, but anyway, the land by at that time was owned by Mr. Uh, Gilkey, and it appears some five or six miners with Mr. Gilkey's permission we're in the habit of sleeping in the barn attached to the ranch, um, but now have abandoned their lodgings in consequence of them having their slumbers disturbed by pranks of a ghost. Now, here's their description of what happened. Okay, let's do it. According to their story, it appeared to them in the shape of a huge man. Okay. And it, uh, it must have been about 16 feet high is what they said. That's a pretty tall man. Who arose from amidst the hay piled in the barn. Okay. So here's the scenario. They come into the barn where they always sleep. Right. And all of a sudden they're attacked by this man 16, shadow. 16 foot man shadow. Yeah, I think they're exaggerating a little on the height there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Or, or else they saw the shadow reflecting off the light of they the could. barn. That would explain it. <clears throat> uh, who arose from the midst of the hay piled up in the barn and started tossing bales around as if they were light as feathers in his grasp. The story goes that this unwelcome visitor on several occasions chased the lodgers from the barn. So it's a fight over sleeping quarters making giant strides after the fugitives. I'm thinking this isn't a ghost. Right. Uh, on one occasion, one of the men fired at the ghost, but the ball had no effect. The upshot of the story is that this ghost ship remains master of the field, or rather the barn. <laughs> he keeps chasing the miners out of the barn. It is rumored that some gentlemen of this place who are deeply interested in the subject of spiritualism Intend paying a visit to the bar on some fine night for the purpose of questioning the ghost and ascertaining whether it be a spirit of health or goblin damned. Investigation will doubtless be highly interesting, and we await the result with most intense anxiety. I'm going to go out on a limb, <clears throat> and I'm going to say that that's not a ghost. Yeah. That's like a, that's like a textbook description of the big man. I know. And this is uh, from the 1850s. And uh, this is a little gem I found. Another Sasquatch sighting. Uh, 1859, December 12th. 
a group of uh, six to eight miners and the Bigfoot having it out over some sleeping quarters. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuolumne County. Right. That's just how we roll. <laughs> <clears throat> so I also brought... Oh, yes. ...the shofar. Yes. And, um, you know, uh, Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year, the Jewish New Year, actually, in the original... I was called the day to blow your horn. Okay. <laughs> so, Dave, are you going to blow the horn? I don't know if I can anymore. And there's actual order to the blasts. Okay. You know, okay, so the philosophy behind the uh, shofar is that everything vibrates. Right. And everything vibrates at its own uh, vibratory rate. Right. Okay, everybody has Frequency. a particular thing. So if you turn on your Apple computer and you got that hung, you know that they purposely did that because you know when they were developing that they were taking a lot of acid there in Silicon Valley. That's I have no doubt. I think it's like an A minor. It's the the tone of the universe. Okay. The universe actually hums at a certain vibratory rate. Okay. Uh, but every little living thing. What's funny about it, it says you know the. Uh, the uh, the Shema, Hero Israel, uh, the Lord our God is one, but God, in order to know itself, separated into many. But our job is to put it all back together in unity. Uh, <coughs> but anyway, the shofar. You know when they uh, shouted Jericho down, right? So they just went round and round those walls. Hitting on the shofars at a certain resonant feel till they got it totally in tune with the walls and the walls started vibrating. You can do that to the bridge. You know, like soldiers marching across the bridge, they had to break their stride and walk irregular instead of march because it would start a resonant field and it would collapse the bridge. I did not know that. Uh, so. Well, here goes the shofar. Uh, and there was an actual order to uh, the blasts. Uh, like uh, like angelic Morse code. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. There you do. A couple long, a couple short. You want to try it out? Sure. All right. I'm sure he's got more breath than I do. You just have to take <laughs> one. Take one look at Maybe. him. Maybe. <laughs> No, you uh, buzz in it like you do a kazoo, a trumpet. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> we almost had it. Almost had it. I can't do it. Oh, man. <laughs> You're wasting all that good breath away. I used to have a little short one. I could actually do Revly on that puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> It's a clarion call. It's a time for the shofar. So shofar, show good. And you know what this is? No, I have no idea. It's the lulav. This is for uh, Sukkot, the festival of the booths, which kind of end the New Year season. And this is a lulav. This is a palm branch from Israel. Okay. You know, when they uh, 
Now that I can do. Okay, well, it represents, so this looks like a lomed, which is a, one of the Hebrew letters, kind of our equivalent to the L. Okay. And uh, 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 so uh, it, it represents the palm branch. But see, the Hebrew doesn't have uh, uh, vowels. Right. They have things, they, put, they added those little dots on them when they did that. But they would have like the aleph and a few other letters, kind of the silent letters. And it depended on where you placed it, what emphasis you would have. But the whole thing is, is like these words, you can break them down into letters. And the letter symbol actually forms the idea of the thing. Okay. So, so uh, lomed means to study. Uh, and okay, so the Aleph, you ever seen, so they say that, you know, God created the world using the alphabet. Because once you can name a thing, you know? Right. But, uh, That's why the true name of God is... is yad heh vah Well, the, the actual true name of God is unpronounceable. Because, right, unpronounceable. Right. Because uh, it says the it. Holy One, blessed be He. You know, there are 100 names of God. I knew that. But the uh, man is only capable of 99. Right. Um, it's only the camel that's the 100th. Name well, also, if you utter the hundredth name, it's supposed <coughs> to bring about the apocalypse. So, in the uh, so actually, they didn't get language, uh, written language until about the time of Phoenicians when David was doing on the big building projects. Okay. And they had to have all those uh, cedars of Lebanon shipped. Right. And so, uh, the Phoenicians were good at, they, they had to keep accounts, so they were good at writing. So, that's when we adopted, or the... The people of the Hebrew persuasion adopted a Phoenician language, okay. and then it's evolved. It's 22 letters. You know, it's like, it's a kind of the equivalent of ours. Our, our language comes from that, I guess. But in the old Phoenician, the A, the first letter of the alphabet, was turned upside down because it looked like an ox's head. I get that. So, <clears throat> okay. So, um... You get your base self, you know, your uh, kind of like an animal instincts or something. So what do they use a palm branch for? Is to tell the ox where to go. Oh. So they get a palm branch and kind of tap it to turn it one way or tap it to turn the other way or give it okay. a good smack to get it going. Right. Okay, so uh, is study, Lomed, the palm branch, the lulav, and uh, the aleph, uh, the uh, symbol of the ox, which is your baser self, and you control that using study, wisdom, learning. Uh, well, anyway. That's, no, that's, that's <laughs> interesting, actually. Yeah, but the thing, can you imagine people spending their lifetimes splitting up these little words into things? Well, sure. And, and it's pretty well thought out. So check this out. So we're talking about the Aleph. Right. We can go to the yad heh vah too, if you want. But uh, so they say uh, God blew upon the earth and created man. You know, he went. Right. And created the man out of the clay. Right. Okay. So then you just get 
the word Adam. Okay, so the Aleph, so there's, four, you know, the four, oh, I don't even remember the four elements. Mem is water, Shin is fire. Aleph is air, though, okay? Okay. So, uh, but Aleph is a silent letter unless you add something to it. So, um, so you have air, dam, uh, and it's the first letter. Right. And dam, add dam, the dam means blood. Okay. Okay, so you can interpret it first blood. Well, what was that? Right. First blood, okay? First blood. But then it gets even deeper than that. Because Adam math, that's the earth. That's earth, dirt. There's red dirt. So see how you break the word down, just the letters themselves? No, I see what you mean. So uh, yod he vah the the Yod, right. is the, the unifier, the, the thing that it means one. Oneness. Okay? Um, so even in a contraction where you join things together, you know, that little symbol, what do they put up there when you do a contraction? You, right. Uh, well, that's, that's the yud, the, the yod. Um, so it, uh, like ihad, uh, one. Okay, uh, yod, hey, uh, hey, that's the, it's, it's, Hine ha'ani, here I am, here. So it's in almost any language. You know, you know the most often used in rock and roll music. No. The most often used word. No. Hey. True. <laughs> okay. That greeting True. goes way back. It's an identifier. Hey, here I am. I'm here. Uh, hey. Okay, the yad hey va, they use it instead of uh, it's a letter, but they if you want to do and one thing and another, right? It's, uh, it's a connector, right? Okay, and then hey, so literally if you take that the holy name of God, the yad hey va hey, the four letter name of God, and it's uh, literally saying out of many. One. I think you blew my mind. Okay, now uh, there's also. I came here tonight to blow your mind, and I think you're blowing mine. <laughs> well, I just, in honor of the uh, occasion, the holiday. Absolutely. Okay, a little Kabbalah to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, what was I saying? <coughs> you know, oh, oh, yeah, the Yad Hey the uh, four letter name. So no one quite knows how that word is, was pronounced. Uh, you were forbidden to say it. So anytime you get to that, uh, you'd say the Holy One, blessed be He, as a substitute. So you wouldn't actually pronounce the word. Right, because you're not supposed to utter the name of God. Right. The only person that had permission to do it, and it was only once a year, was the high priest during the assembly. He yelled out the name of God for the whole uh, audience. Okay, <clears throat> so no one knows exactly how this word was pronounced. And all different variations. You got Yahweh. Right. You got Jehovah. Right. You know, and those are all interpretations. 
depending on how you put your vowel points. Okay, so when they actually went to yeshiva for a little while, I uh, went to the where you go sit, Hebrew school. So I wrote on, on my T-shirt the uh, four-letter, the tetragrammaton, they call it. Yeah, the tetragrammaton. Uh, the uh, four-letter name, yod Hey vah but I put the uh, uh, vowel points on it so it'd be pronounced a certain way. Right. And I got sent home from school. I had to change <laughs> my shirt. <laughs> but, but you want, of course you did, Dave. Yeah, but you want to know what? It made perfect sense to me. I was a, I was a believer. I finally thought that I had broken it, that I re, uh, had been revealed to me the true name of God, that it was only allowed once a year. Uh, and then when they tore down the temple and killed the high priest, well, then that was it. That yeah, it was, it was it. lost. So I finally discovered what the true interpretation of that word was. And so if you put those vowel points just right, and yeah. picture this, the high priest up on the dais up there up sure. top, right. right? And all the gathered nation of Israel all around them. Right. And all of a sudden he raises his arms high and shouts the holy name of God. Right. Yahoo! Yahoo. Nice, dude. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was. The shout of joy and jubilation. You know, the, ba sense. the Baal Shem Tov, the master of the good name, no, the whole sense. guy that kind of started the Kabbalah thing. Yeah. Uh, he was a bartender. Did you know that? I had no that's idea. That's what he did for a living. He was a bartender. That's right. Bringing joy to the people. <laughs> It's the master of the good thing. You know, every other Friday I have off, and you know this tomorrow I have to work. But every other Friday I have off, and I've often thought as I'm driving up main, the main street, and I'm passing bar after bar after bar. You know, one of these Thursday nights when I when I finish the show, I'm just going to go in there and and let the bartender bring me much joy. <laughs> Oh, there was an uh, old, old Hasidic tale, Tales of Our Fathers. And they go in, and the Baal Shem Tov's just having a blast. He's just serving everybody. Hey, uh, need another one over here? Hey, can you bring us a little, uh, you know, snacks to go with the, with the good Manashevich you got? And uh, he's just like the grinning and spreading joy. Right. And uh, there was two rabbis sitting over in the corner and says, look at that, it's disgusting. This guy's just, uh, he's so happy because he's raking in the money. Right. You know, and he says, man, you got it totally wrong. You're seeing it the wrong way. He says he's got the joy on his face because he's bringing joy to others. And that was the truth. Yep. You go to one of those ecstatic, klezmer dances, man, you never lived in your life. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> it's a time to be joyful. Anyway, it is. So Rosh Hashanah. What you need to do is you go down to the river, okay, and you write your sin on a piece of paper, and you throw it in the water and let the stream carry it away, and then you're fancy free. I get that burden off you. No, I like that. What, 
what is it, Yom Kippur, where you're supposed to... Well, that's the days of repentance. Yeah, you're supposed to call people and talk to people and, and admit the wrongs that you did yeah, to them. Yeah, but the days of repentance are open. The gates don't close till after Hanukkah, so they give you plenty of time to do that. Uh, but uh, I like the uh, this season here because uh, it's, well, I was... I was born in the fall, right? And uh, it's kind of the opposite over there. I think it's planting season now over there. Well, I don't know. Um, but I always took it as the harvest festival. And what's cool is you need to go out and buy, uh, build a uh, uh, sukkos, a sukkah. The holiday is named after the little, the feast of the tabernacles. Right. And you go outside and you build yourself a temporary structure and you're supposed to live in it. And then you have to eat these different fruits, traditional. Yeah, I should, I should mention that, that Dave is powered on chocolate-covered raisins tonight. Oh, yeah, I only drink uh, soda once a week when I come here because I see him with the soda. I go, man, I got <laughs> thirsty, so I went and, and I buy the ones with all the caffeine, but it doesn't matter. The, uh, the bubbles is what gets you into the system. Well, is that faster. a cherry Coke? Cherry, yeah. Yeah, you see, it's a fruit. Oh, yeah. Oh, then you're supposed to eat something sweet. It's supposed to be uh, sweet year. And you know the different parallels in the different cultures. So on my mother's side, they're actually Portuguese from um, Hilo. They're from Hawaii area. Okay. But uh, I think they were like escapes people, because the Portuguese took over Hawaii. I mean, they were the first people over there that was not Hawaiian were Portuguese. Ukulele is Portuguese. I didn't know that. But there's some kind of Portuguese-Jew connection there because uh, my grandmother growing up, she had the little Sabbath candle holders and the spice box right. that you smell and stuff. But she was into spiritualism. Well, that was kind of her. Hopefully she didn't have a Dybbuk box. Uh, oh, yeah. It uh, was weird, you know, about my grandmother. Um. She was born in, in Oakland at the turn of the century, and her um, spiritualism, spiritism, was really big. I, right, it was well, huge. Yeah, at that time. So my grandmother was, she had, uh, you, you named it. So anyway, she had her sister, eldest sister, who had died, and it would actually be my great aunt. She'd always say, I talked to your Aunt Mabel. Right. And what did you call it? That was her spirit guide. Spirit guide, yeah. That's right. So, I mean, people believe this stuff. People used because to, she used true. to hold court in her bedroom, uh, sitting up on the bed. And people would actually, she preferred flowers over money. So, I mean, the whole room is filled with flowers. And people bring a gift. The, the, the protocol was you bring a gift. Yeah, that's pretty normal. And then you ask a question, and then uh, she gives you the, the answer to it, I guess. She always kept the door shut when there were guests in there. But um, I remember going in there right after a session. And I go, Grandma, it's awfully cold in here. Oh, yeah, I bet. And uh, she says, well, that's your Aunt Mabel. And I says, well, maybe if you'd shut the window. <laughs> so, because uh, things only happened when she was around. Uh, yeah. I remember uh, we had a family get-together, 
And we're going to take a family portrait. It was those Polaroids. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Did I, did I tell this on the air? No, uh, not on air, but you told okay. me about it. And uh, so they take a picture, and the Kodak gets, and there was a big reflection right in a certain place, right by my grandmother. And she says, well, that's your Aunt Mabel. And I said, come on, uh, it's the clock. I mean, there was a clock right there. So the flash hit the clock, right? So we move everybody to the other side of the room, and we take the picture of the Polaroid. And uh, when it comes out, guess what? The flash is still there in the exact same place. And I remember, too, being a kid, and she uh, I had the smell of the perfume. Right. My Aunt Mabel's perfume permeate the air. Oh, that, ha- that used to happen to me. I could smell roses, and I, I would know it was my grandmother. Okay. Yeah, same kind of thing. Um, it went, oh, when I got sick, she had, I don't know if they were called potions or what. Uh, and she would put the cross and the thing on the windowsill and uh, pump me of some home brew that just make me sweat like crazy. She's going to sweat it out of me. Well, you know, so you've been talking about this, the spiritual stuff. So, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're fast approaching the top of the, we're in the bottom of the hour, as they say in radio speak. So next hour... We're going to try to contact the dead. That's right. So we're going to uh, do some call-ins. Well, hopefully, if somebody wants to call. Well, we're hopefully the dead's going we, to call us in. Oh, Are, yeah. I don't know about, is it always the dead? Because I always felt like it was just imbued. No, uh, no, it depends. Well, let yeah. me give the, the call-in number first. It's 209-299-1843. I've got this thing all jerry-rigged, so hopefully if somebody calls us, we can get them on the air. And uh, hopefully uh, when he, he turns on the spirit box, we'll get some responses. We'll get some of them on the air as yeah, well. Yeah, so, so what we have, so just to give you a little background, what we've done is we have a spirit box, an SB7T. This is the newer one. I have uh, got brand-new batteries in it. It's brand-new, never been used. And, uh, you know, the building we're broadcasting from is, is apparently quite haunted. It's on, uh, it's on a, so I looked up America's Haunted Places, and it is there. And uh, supposedly a, um, a girl is seen in the upstairs window. And the way those curtains are tattered and stuff, I don't know. It, you know, I, mean, it, I don't know, it probably seems possible. I know when we first started here, everything went wrong. It seemed like everything was getting sabotaged. Yeah. And then I'd hear moaning. Sometimes I'd have to be here like, we used to go on air at 6. I have to be here at 5. Right. Still dark. You come in, the ravens are crowing. You wake up the ravens. And then you unlock the door. No, it's it's a very liminal space. A long hallway. It has has weird, weird vibes. So you know, it does have a weird. Vibe. Although you know what I found out is the moaning was is right next door to the studio is the central heating that oh, well, hasn't been turned on since the sixties, and this is a twenty-two thousand square yeah. foot, uh, three stories. It's huge, um, and uh, people are leaving vents. There's probably open vents here. Probably. Well, anyway, so we have an SB seven spirit box. I've wired it into the board. Uh, you can actually hear it. It is working. 
That's it. It is running. I have it set to 150 millisecond sweep, and uh, it's cycling forward through FM stations. Probably would actually pick up our own station. Uh, anyway, that would be kind of funny. But uh, after the at the top of the next hour, we'll uh, we'll fire it up and ask some questions, and we'll see if we can contact anybody. I'm looking forward to that. See, yeah, yeah. We say you leave them, say stay tuned, and then something sounds better than what came before. Wow, I can't wait now. You're all excited, Dave. Well, yeah, it's like uh, good radio. It is, and and this is not. I don't honestly. I don't know of any other radio show that's ever done this. <coughs> done Spirit Box right on the air. Right on the air, yeah. I mean, I, I've done because it. Because mostly the good ones are heavily edited, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's. This is raw, man. This is directly wired into the board. You're hearing the same thing we are in our headphones. And like I said, if you want to call in and talk to it, it's 209-299-184. Oh, yeah, ask the spirits questions. You can call the dead and ask the spirits questions. You can call the dead. Yeah, phone calls phone uh, calls to the dead. Okay. Well, there's no other station that does that. No. All right. No, we're, we're on the bleeding edge over here at KAD. <laughs> LP. Right. So if you super want, low power. If you want to fo- phone in and talk to the dead. KDLP. <laughs> All right. We'll see if I have a show next week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just be dead air. <laughs> you know what? Next week I'm just gonna I'm just gonna walk in and turn it on. And then I'm gonna leave. <laughs> right. Let let the Phantom of the Dome take over. Yeah, the Phantom of the Dome can program the show. All right, so we're going to go to break a little early so that we can come back and do the spirit box. So I'll let you know when it's time to call in. And uh, so enjoy some music, and we'll be back.
listening to the Enigma Hour with Captain Tiki, aka Olaf Phillips, and Captain Dave. We're over here in the in the uh, the dome in the basement. Uh, we're gonna get a little crazy now. Again, if you want to call in, it's 209-299-1843. You'll be able to talk to the dead. You know, yeah. when uh, I first met Olaf, and I think you were trying to volunteer for the radio station to do some technical Yeah, because I'm an stuff. engineer. Yeah. So, uh, and then I was a little disappointed. They walked in to, uh, walked in during yeah. my show. Yep. And so oh, he's going to be, te- I go, oh, man. I, well, and then I asked myself, well, if you were going to do a show, Yep. What would it be? And he says <laughs> a paranormal tiki show. Absolutely. And I said, how about next Thursday? <laughs> I said, what the hell? <laughs> the rest is history. Now I'm here every Thursday. I get like four hours of sleep before my gym. I have to go to work. <laughs> anyway, so you're listening on KDLP 103.5 FM, Sonora. Got to do that for the FCC. All right, Dave, you ready? Want to give this a whirl? Okay. Okay, I'm going to kill the background tiki music. Okay, so the way this works, everybody, is I got a little box. It's a radio receiver. What it does is it skips stations. So every 150 milliseconds, it skips to a different station. You can do it AM, FM, forward, backwards, doesn't matter. So what theoretically happens is that if you have a ghost, right, the ghost will come in and will communicate through the box, through the spirit box. You can ask it questions, and it will answer. So it does kind of like Bumblebee and the Transformers. Yeah, it's like Bumblebee and the Transformers. That's exactly right. So what you're going to hear is it's skipping through stations. You go, and then you might hear like, hello. That's the way it works. Now, in anticipation of this, I didn't know much about spirit boxes. So, of course, when you want to learn about something, where do you go? YouTube. YouTube or the Wikipedia. So I watched a few YouTubes, and the first few I... After I go, oh man, like <laughs> this just some little uh, funky donkey AM radio. They didn't get nothing. It is an FM um, radio. I got the upgraded version. Uh, I mean, they would have what they think they heard uh, superimposed over right. the screen. And I said, I don't hear that. And all of a sudden, I hit on a YouTube video where they're right. having, uh, they gathered a group of people together in an abandoned funeral home. That's the place to do it. And uh, those uh, answers were loud and clear and seemed appropriate to the questions that were asked. I I did it once for a friend of mine who I was friends with him in high school. He he had a very untimely death, and I did it for his sister. And they literally had a – it was clear as a bell. It was like he was in the room, and they went on for over 30 minutes and had a full-on conversation. So this is like a high-tech Ouija board. Yeah, same principle, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess you could say it was. It's like a high-tech Ouija board. Now I don't think this is a sort of thing. You know, my grandmother used to talk to the dead quite often without any devices. No, but that's challenging. Uh, and that's I don't know if uh, it runs in the DNA. Although my oh, yes. cousin before. She had gotten really sick, and I guess maybe did die, and they revived her. And after that, she had the gift. Yeah, that, that's what happens. You have a traumatic experience, and you suddenly have psychic powers. That's pretty common. She's she's gone now, though. So 
There you go. All right. So let's fire it up again. You're going to hear a lot of, but that's, that's it working. Okay, here we go. So you can hear it cycling. All right. You want to go, Dave? I got it. You know, it's going to be a little hard to hear us because of the cycling. I'll turn us up a little bit. Yeah, turn us down and turn it up. Oh, that's worth something. Yeah, in 150 milliseconds, you really shouldn't hear any kind of a word. Okay, so uh, I... Give it a shot. Okay, first of all, are there any spirits here? Is there anybody out there that wants to talk to us? Yeah, that was something. Yeah, I don't know if I take that as a yes, exactly. I've been thinking about my cousin Shirley. Shirley, are you out there? Now that was weird. Okay. I heard a female voice. Yeah, I I got a little. And you get that distortion. Shirley, is that you? You know, I'm really sorry that uh, we didn't get together there at the end uh, when um, you're going to make me some uh, comfort food. So, Dave, you come over, man. I'll make you uh, the biscuits and gravy. I'll make you, uh, what was it? Oh, the uh, macaroni and corn was a family favorite. It sounds kind of weird, but she was going to make it for me. Now, that's weird. So, uh, you notice that happens after you talk about her. I want to listen. I uh, just want to say I'm sorry we didn't get together there at the end. That's something trying to come through. I heard something. Yeah, so I'm sure uh, Brother Bob... Say hi. Yeah, some some's not in the talk. Some come on, you gotta keep trying. Alright, well, I just want I couldn't make that out. No, but it was a female voice. It was. Shirley, are you there? I don't know. It's uh, you know you strain your ears to hear something, and then you don't know whether you're projecting. Uh, well, we're we're recording this, so we can play it back. That's just weird. That wasn't happening before that distortion. So um, no. Every time I go to talk, the voice comes in. <laughs> so then I, uh, anyway, I just wanted to say hi to you, Shirley. All right. 
Anybody else? I don't know why I had my cousin in mind. Oh, because she took on, when she had her death experience, right. she started being able to uh, communicate with spirits like my grandmother. Mm-hmm. I mean, these just might be random spirits coming. coming. That was something. Spirits coming through. So the legend um, here at the dome is that um, there's somebody uh, is seen in the upstairs window, a girl. Right. A sobbing girl. So why are you crying? What, what are you sobbing about? Well, no, I, that sounds kind of personal. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's something that people wonder about. Yeah. And then also, the, I would, you know, give con- consoling, yeah. yeah. That was weird. So now, just so everybody knows, every time you hear that, it's actually cycling through stations. So getting a word is impossible. So when you do hear a word. When you do hear a word, it's something. I set it to 100 milliseconds. So when you hear that where it goes silent, it goes, that's actually bridging probably three or four separate stations. That was something. Yeah, you go ahead and ask some questions. I'm still... uh well, what you need to do is, is to get Shirley into your mind and call out to her in your head and just welcome her to come and visit. You know, she was a, uh, my aunt married an Alone man, and she was like this little Alone girl. And I remember her mostly when we used to go to the ice cream parlor together. Yeah. And she was my brother's age. She was a little younger than me. And... Uh, uh, her smile was just great stuff. This little brown-skinned gal, you know. Uh, and she was always so sweet to me. And she had a tough life. Just a few years. I remember she got in a bad car wreck. Yeah. Kind of disfigured her face a little bit. She always carried a scar. Uh, my brother said that once she uh, went through her death experience, can you try again? Uh, I'm just trying to remember Shirley. Somebody said, "Hey." Yeah, he did. And hey, we we're talking. I am here. That's right. You are here. Keep talking. Okay. What did you say? I couldn't make it out. You have to speak slower for us. All right, said so, all right. Okay. So what do you want to say? There's a woman's voice. Yeah. There's more than one voices that keep oh, coming yeah. through. 
Here, I'm going to turn it up a little bit. It's really ear-blowing, so I'm going to turn it up just a little. We're listening. said I know. He said I know. Who are you? Leanne. Did you hear that? Leanne. Leanne, are you the girl in the window? Are you the girl they see in the window upstairs? I am. She said I am. Why are you so sad? That's a male voice. It said like now. Were you, uh, what kind of trauma did you go through? Did something happen to you? They're coming through. Leanne, are you still there? Sounded like a. She's still there. Yeah. But it sounds like a male voice trying to stop her from coming through. Did yeah. you get that impression? I did. It's like he's the source of the trauma. Leanne, is he the source of the trauma? Still there? Something's still there. Leanne, we want to talk to you. We're trying to find out why you're so sad. Yes. Why do you cry at the window? Man, we're listening. What what do you look like? When people see you in the window, what do they see? Sounds like a man's voice keeps interrupting her. Who, who are you? She, she just said something, but I couldn't hear it. She's very soft. Yes, she is. Who's the male spirit? That was clear, but I didn't yeah. catch it. So, Getting chills. So who who who's the man's voice? Who who are you? 
Have you done something to traumatize Leanne? Said I did. You said I did. Yeah. What did you do? He's not talking. No. Deanna, are you still there? Well, I, I'm not sure. But she is. She can hear it. Deanna, uh, are you still there? Said yes. The male voice said yes. Uh, can you let her speak for herself? What kind of control do you have over Leanne? I said something, but I didn't get it. You have to speak slower. That was her. She tried to say something. Here, I'll slow down the sink rate. Yeah, yeah. So some of the functions are you can uh, speed it up and slow it down. You can play it frontwards and backwards. Um, you, uh, if you want to do it in the dark, there's like a little special light, right, that shines right. to, um, so you can see it. Do you have the heat sensor on that one? It's a little light in the middle when the temperature drops more than four degrees real quick. The different boxes have different uh, features. I don't think that this one is that. All right. Okay, Leanne, why don't you try talking to us again? Entrance? Entropy? How are we going to get in there? You open it for us? So are there any other spirits? We've identified two, a man and a, a girl, it sounds right. like. We don't know the man's name. Yeah. The girl's name is Leanne. Right. Is there anybody else here present in the building? Just uh, random energy? You know, this was a school after all. That's true. <laughs> the school closed in the 1960s. And the building has been empty. Anybody else want to talk to us? The, uh, the this studio actually at one time was the women's restroom. <laughs> They're agreeing with me there. Is that what he said? That was a woman, a girl came through. Um, yeah, so I think this would be a place of lots of gossip. Yeah, for sure. Girls' restroom. 
Leanne, are you still there? I thought that guy spirited her away. Well, that was clear. It's like an exhale. Like, ah. uh, got a breather on the other end of the line. Okay, breather, who are you? I think it's that latch that traumatized Leanne. Oh. She said something. That was her voice. Yeah, that was her voice again. play this back. Huh? Oh, it's you again, huh? Why do you keep trying to break in? What do you have to say? Yeah, if you are going to break in, yeah, say, say something. something. I heard her voice again trying to come through. Yep. Every time yeah. outside, Leanne, are you outside? Let, let people listeners know. <laughs> Every time I go to talk, it talks too. Um, we're on like this five and a half acre property, and we got two ball fields. Right. And then two old, they're not a band, oh, but my well yes. Yeah. And we had the big garden area over there. So we had about five and a half acres, and the dome sits almost in the middle. Yeah. Of that. I still want to know what's going on with Leanne. So are you, were you a student here, Leanne? Did you go to school here? What were you graduating class? Even as she turned the sweep right up. Uh, so were you one of the popular girls? Oh, something. Yeah. Like, I was not. I think she said I was not. I still want to know why you're so sad, Leanne. So, it's your party, and you can cry if you want to. We would like to help you if you're in need of help, though. Absolutely. Something, something really strong is trying to break through. Yeah, it's that guy keeps uh, trying to obscure. What is your name? Yeah, I heard him say something. But tell us what your name is again and say it slower. <laughs> he 
certain something. Yeah, I thought he cussed in Spanish. I'm afraid this. <laughs> I was interpreting that one right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't repeat that one. No. That distortion, though, that distortion is weird. Yeah. Something's up. Something's up. There's something here. Not just not just the ghost. Yeah, did you know? So we used to have the joke that we had our gremlin that would come and mess with the stuff. But then uh, uh, so many things started happening. We think we awoke the whole house, the whole dome. Yeah. There's not just one. Oh, no. The, uh, the dome itself is an entity in itself. Is the dome an entity in and of itself? Uh, once in a while, uh, a voice comes on and it does give you like the chills. Oh, yeah. I, I've had them a couple times. Same here. So some. Okay. So, how many how many um, spirits are there here? Can people identify themselves? I can hear the women's voice again. I'm going to turn the sweep rate up. We had better luck. Okay, better luck on the sweep rate. What's up? Can't you have the option of playing it all backwards? Uh, we have the... Um, yeah, we might hear Paul is dead. Okay, Lee, yeah, we adjusted the frequency here. Are we more in touch with the uh, vib vibrations that are present? And it's running backwards. Did we hit the vibratory rate right? Anybody uh, there? You want to... Uh, do you have something to say? Anybody want to say anything? We're here, we're open, we want to talk to you. Now's your chance. Leanne, are you still there? Oh, something. Yeah. So, like, won't talk. I think it said won't talk. Huh? I think it said won't talk. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me, too. It said yes. That was very clearly yes. Don't talk, eh? Well, who are you? What's your name? 
Manuel? Well, that, that figures is cussing in Spanish for a while, yeah. Is your name Manuel? Manuel, is that your name? I think it said yes, but it was distorted. I feel like uh, voices are trying to come through, but something's kind of like stopping it. Yeah, something's blocking it. So, is the dome an entity to itself? Is it stopping your voices from coming through? I'm going to try something. Yeah. So for those who are just tuning in, we're trying out a spirit box. When he first turned it on, and I started asking questions about my uh, cousin Shirley who's passed on, and we started getting sympathy from whoever spirits were in here. It turned out to be a woman named Leanne. Right. And we think that might be the woman that, uh, the girl that is just seen sometimes upstairs sobbing. Yeah, she said she was. She and, said very clearly yes. And then a uh, man's voice came to try to muffle out the hearer. Yeah. Um, muffle out the female voice. And uh, she was traumatized somehow, and we're starting to think it was from this man. Right, and then he, he swore at us in Spanish. Uh, yeah. So he, he just said, I did. So for those just tuning in, that's and, the status. And re remember, every time you hear that ticking, it's skipping a frequency, so it's impossible for it to construct words. So these, these voices that you hear, these are actual spirits that are coming in over the spirit box. Or I'm going to turn it up for a minute and just let it go. It's pretty eerie. while we were having what I thought was like a chorus of voices. Right. And uh, I can always almost picture them like swirling about the room. Well, I think that's probably accurate. She came back for a minute. Yeah. I couldn't make out what she said. Leanne, is that you? And that man's voice. You don't need to growl at me. Yeah, it growled, didn't it?
Manuel, are you the one that growled? I heard yes. But it was a like a little boy's voice. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a school bully. Manuel? Yeah. I got chills again. So what did you do to Liam? I heard evil. Yeah, I know. It's probably more than just putting her pigtails in the inkwell. I heard her say evil. But when they do come come through it, sometimes it just sounds like a chorus of voices. I like this thing. So does anybody else want to talk to us? I guess so. Wow. That's a lot of people. So don't all jump in at once now. Take your turn. One at a time. Get in line. Okay, first in line. For you. Hello, you're on line one. What's your request? Can you turn down your radio, please? Uh, get better reception that way. I mean, you, you can hear it. Like, you can, we're going to have to play it back. So the only radio station that takes requests for the dead. Yes. Come talk to the dead on the Enigma with Captain Tiki and Captain Dave. Anybody has any questions? Call in. Yeah, it's 209-299-1843. Sound like a spirit was trying to dial in there for a second. Yeah. But they're all overlapping. Yeah, they are. That distortion, though, that distortion is weird. That's like a surges of energy. It is. Well, I can see it on the... I can see the, the surge of energy on the... Oh, yeah, we can actually see the waveforms. Yeah. Because we're high-tech over here on the Enigma Hour. Is there anybody who wants to talk to us? Your request line is open. That was something, but I couldn't make it out. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, you see, you can see it. Yeah, we have the advantage. We can actually see the anomalies. Yeah. Because sometimes, uh, you know, our hearing is only uh, 
A lot of times, something may be below or above our uh, ability here. Especially when you start aging. Is there anybody who wants to talk to us? I do. What, what did he say? I, it was a woman that says, I do. Okay, what do you want to say? I don't know if we have that in our library. You want to hear a song, a certain song? I heard yes. Hey, this used to be uh, a school, you know. What song do you want to hear? I can hear voices. Yeah. You can't quite make them out. What's your name? Did you hear Greg? Maybe. Hey, Greg. Greg, why don't you go over and see what's happening with Leanne? Give her a little solace. What? Thought he said no can do, but I don't know if I'm just reading into that or not. Hey Greg, can you repeat that? How come you can't go over and help Leanne? Greg, are you still there? Yes. Yes. Would you guys support one another in the afterworld here? Gotta hurt Leanne again. Leanne, what are you trying to say? Okay, everybody else stop. Leanne, are you still there? We may have lost or we're getting male voices in now. Greg, are you still there? Greg, are you still there? Said I'm still here. Did you hear that or am I crazy? I heard it something sound like that. Greg, were you a student here? Maybe just for a female voice admirer of Greg. <laughs> yeah. We have the advantage we have headphones on. Yeah. That's a disadvantage sometimes, though. Oh, yeah. 
It's a little overwhelming. The scrolling hurts, but yeah. when there is a voice, you can actually hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see when there is one because it spikes. I know, and uh, he said he's dead or she's dead. <laughs> I don't know how much I'm just reading stuff into when I hear a random voice. Greg, what did you want to tell us? Is she? Well, how about you? Yeah, I'm afraid so. I, I don't know. I thought maybe you guys could support one another at least. Is there somebody that's stopping you all from speaking? I heard everybody, but that's it. I'll tell you, this is super weird, though. Like, we're both getting chills. Even to try to get in the mood and kind of try to shut off some of the lights. So we got Leanne and Greg. What other students are there? Woman just said hi. Who are you? And if you're turning your radio just randomly as you're driving the car and wonder what's happening with it, we actually have a spirit box on here in the basement of the dome. Yes, thank you. What did that say? Uh, well, they're just agreeing with us. So. Oh, okay. Ready to go on air, maybe, now. Yeah, so we're trying to talk to the uh, ghosts inside the dome. Apparently, it's quite haunted here. Got a little dramatic there for a minute. You can hear the voices. It's, some of them just aren't clear. So what we're imagining is just this like horde of ghosts or spirits swirling, swirling around above our heads doing a uh, like a mournful chorus and we did talk briefly with Leanne there's a sobbing girl upstairs that's sometimes seen in the window then a uh, male voice came on trying to drown out the female voice right we think his name was Manuel. And then we talked to Greg. Greg. 
Yeah, okay. I might have been correct right there. What did he say, though? Did he say for sure? What he did say, I go, why don't you go over and try to console her? And I thought he said, this is in our last little segment, it says she's dead. It's like, I can't help her. So do you get stuck? Greg, are you stuck? Greg, are you stuck? It's not clear. Greg, you gotta put more energy into it. Take the energy out of the out of the room and put it into trying to communicate with us. Would you like us to try this uh, again um, um, uh, some other time? You'd be a little more clear and receptive then. When's the best time for us to contact you? Greg, are you there? How about you, Leanne? Anybody out there? Uh, we were hitting it there at first. Greg, are you still there? This school was built in 1909 and closed in the 1960s, so that's a lot of students through there. That is a lot of students. And, uh, you know, how do you connect with pop culture? What was the pop culture in 1909? It was like everybody was reading what came out in 1909. So, um... So what do you like to do? Are there any celebrations that you enjoyed in school? 
I've seen pictures. The lawn area out front, they cut it off for the build the street and sidewalk, didn't they? I saw pictures of everyone out front on the lawn. Do you remember those times? I heard it, yeah. Oh. Yeah. What was your favorite thing to do? What were some of those celebrations that, uh, what was it? See the girls all dressed up in their dresses. Guys over the corner kind of fursing around. How was you? I think we're definitely going to have to play this back. All right, well. What was that? Okay, it's just like at the bar, last chance. Do you want us to try this again another time? Have an opportunity. Yeah, we can definitely do this again. I'll take that as a positive. Yeah, I got hella tired all of a sudden. I think it's it's draining our energy. No joke. There's probably a dozen or more ghosts swirling around in here. There's so many of them, they're pushing each other out of the way and nothing can get through. All right, well, last chance. Does anybody want to say anything? Did you hear that? You called me. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. You know like. what? Yeah, I did call you. You want us to call again? Would you like us to call again? Well, now that those waveforms are pretty flat now. Now, even sometimes when you couldn't hear it, the waveforms were bouncing up and down. Oh, yeah. Exactly, huh? Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, definitely. Like, if you're having a conversation, they comment on our conversation. That's what it seems like. I'm sitting there listening, nothing's happening. As soon as I talk, I hear voices on the other end. Okay, last chance. I'm going to let it run for a minute. So anybody who wants to say anything, say it now. I, heard, I thought it said good night. Want to say good night, Leanne? Greg said good night. 
or was that manual? What? It was great. Okay, thanks a lot is what I heard. All right. All right. Well, we're going to... That's a positive. Yeah. All right, well, good night, guys. Okay, over and out. Over and out. Yeah, that constant scrolling with the headphones on is is really something. But I'd rather have the headphones on because uh, whatever words, I'd miss it. I don't know what that sounds like on your car radio. Yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> but no, it, it it's weird too because as we're listening to it, like at first, you know, I you know I took a nap, plenty of energy, and we get that going for a while, and it, you know, it doesn't really affect you. And then suddenly, you've got all these overlapping voices, and it's like the energy in, inside of you as a person, it just starts like draining out. I thought we were actually hitting it there for a minute. We really I, were. I uh, got some chills there right there at first. Oh, I was getting chills through the whole thing. Uh, when uh, we actually were talking to Leanne and the male voice tried to overcome her. Yeah. And then there was, uh, and I think I spurred everybody to start talking when I started doing remembrances of my cousin Shirley. Yeah, it seemed like they were trying to console you. Yeah. That was interesting. No, we're definitely going to have to do that again. So it's the uh, only station that uh, you can uh, call in and talk, talk to, to the, the dead. Life's Little Mysteries, Dave. What of Life's Little Mysteries. <laughs> so, I'm going to do more research on the uh, hauntings in the county here. Yeah, I want to try to figure who Leanne is. Because yeah, that was very clear. I know, but uh, even I could, uh, the school records probably are upstairs somewhere in a box. Yeah, but I mean, it's like uh, 50 How many years Leanne's uh, were there from 1909 until... 1960, whatever. Yeah, so... I don't even know when Leanne was popular. Uh, I think people that are probably a little younger than me would probably be a lot of Leanne's, but I'm not sure. That was quite an experience, so I'll tell you, it was, you know, I don't know, the energy just like sucked out of me. Yeah, it was my first ever uh, spirit box experience. Well, congratulations. Yes. What'd you think? Well, it's just as much fun as an isolation tank. <laughs> I heard voices in there, too. Oh, know? I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's like I was telling you about Bigfoot and UFOs. You know, when you see a UFO fly by, you could have all the camera equipment in the world, but your mind is so blown that you're watching this UFO, like, hover in front of you. You don't even think about taking a photo. It's like when you, you know, we just spent, what, over almost 40 minutes listening to that trying to decipher that it's like what do you say that was that long i must have went through a time thing <clears throat> oh yeah it had I to be lost. like 40 minutes now he's just dancing yeah dancing uh, in the spirit <laughs> but yeah i mean it definitely worked you know we definitely got quite a bit of quite a bit of activity now, if we can learn how to tune it in a little better, hone it down. Well, you know what I think we need? I think we need a psychic to come down here with us and do 
and do it while we're run the spirit box while we've got a psychic down here. You know, a um, psychical research, paranormal research organization, whatever they call themselves, yeah. it's like these initials. And they're coming down to do a tour in uh, Columbia. So we might get in touch with them a little ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, I forget. I think uh, the tour itself may be full by this time. They've really filled up. It surprised me. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe it didn't surprise me, but these paranormal researchers are coming in from Sacramento. They're supposed to be bringing in the big guns. They're the Ghostbusters, hey, guys. you know what? Come, come on down here and hang out with us for two hours and... Let's right. fire up the spirit box. And, I, and if nothing else, you uh, be advertising for your... Uh, your group. Yeah, because uh, this is a uh, haunted city here. Well, apparently. I mean, we had at least, what, 15 different people, we think. And, well, I'm just saying in general, Tuolumne County. Oh, yeah. No, it's supposed everywhere. to be the haunt capital. But it's it's like, I, I think if we had... I think if we had a psychic, somebody who actually can channel that energy it might make the spirit box work better because i mean those were clear and you have to figure it's switching frequencies every millisecond yeah and i got a little flippant there and may have put them off that's okay you're when just, i started asking for a request line is open you're just flippant uh, all right i was thinking you know kids sure uh, you know what we need this is your mission we need a trigger object Oh, um, we need something to a trigger up. I do know people that uh, did go to school here. Even if it's even if it's just a page out of a yearbook, um, maybe a yearbook. I'll talk to uh, my friend Tom. He went to school here. Yeah, maybe if we could borrow a yearbook and bring it down here, and then do it. We'll go through the yearbook. Go through the yearbook, yeah. And uh, that would be great. All right. I'll try to... I'm supposed to see him anyway sometime this coming week, so... Okay. Well, it's that time. The show is over soon. So that was another uh, Enigma hour that was multiple hours. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. Again, uh, we broadcast the Enigma hour every Thursday from 10 p.m. to midnight. Uh, we have call-ins now. Uh, we're going to have... Mr. Lobo on next week. And I, I can't wait. It, it really spurred me on my memories. I was a kid that came out when the Shock Theater series were, was released. And every community had its own little horror host um, on local TV because the, the Catwoman for Mars would only run 59 minutes, but then the Day of the Triffids would run one hour 30. Right. So they'd say, you need a host. Uh, Keep it all stable. Sure. And some of the real famous. And I identified the reason why I knew who Mad Daddy was. He was the beatnik ghoul. Um, uh, was because of radio. But he also did television, was a horror host. Right. So, I mean, uh, Mr. Lobo knows the entire history of horror hosts. Oh, yeah. He's a um, horror host himself. Yeah, he Cin is a horror host. CinemaInsomnia.com, OSI74.com. So it's a real retro kind of thing. Oh, he's super retro. Because I mean, you know, I was a famous Monsters of Filmland kid. I, he was too. Uh, yeah, I want to get into it. We're going to get into it next week. So tune in next week, 10 p.m. on uh, kad-lp.org, or you can listen live on 
103.5 FM. Yeah, if you grew up with Bob Wilkins or Goularde or uh, oh, Sven Gurley or any uh, Vampire. Oh, what, what was the Zombo, the, the, the clown from Reno? I don't know. But oh, yeah, Zombo, yeah. Scared the crap out of me. Okay, that, so that was your horror hog? No, mine was uh, the guy who came after uh, Wilkins. It was uh, John... Um, his name escapes me right now. Okay, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I said I was the, intellectual the uh, horror host. Uh, Bob Wilkins, but I actually I was listening to it before John then. Stanley. John, John Stanley. Stanley, that's John right. Stanley. You yeah. know, I told him once. I met him. You know, I was helping Lobo at a convention or something. I was helping him. And there's John Stanley. I walked up to him and I said, hey, you were my horror host. He goes, oh, that's great. You know, nice guy. He's like, that's great. I said, you know what? I watched horror movies every Friday on your show on Creature Features. And you know what? I turned out mostly okay. And he just sat there laughing. No, there was a whole generation that grew oh, yeah. up with these horror hosts when they I first watched, came I watched out. Phantasm when I was like 12. It's so much a part of our common it culture. Is. It really is. And uh, yeah, I mean, who can forget the uh, Valley of the Guangi or the uh, Day of the Triffids or oh, the Return the of the Son of the Hand of the ghost oh, no, of the house hellraiser phantasm uh, john carpenter stuff is the best i watched all that original black and white stuff oh yeah sure i watched uh, on channel 36 i used when when creature features went off the air i watched labrie's comfort theater i actually remember that tom labrie's if you want the strangest commercials ever Go on YouTube and look up Tom LaBreeze, LaBreeze Comfort Theater on Channel 36. And when, when, when did he originally broadcast? Oh, it started in the 70s. I think it might have started before then. It might have. Oh, oh we're, we're past the time. We're into the psychedelia thing. All right, well, you can catch me on Facebook and Olaf Phillips. Add me. Stop me on the street. Uh, I live in Sonora. You will see me on downtown. Uh, yeah. Dave's around. Yeah, Come tune in us. tomorrow morning. I'll still yeah, be, be on back. the air. <laughs> We've got him trapped here. <laughs> trapped in the basement. Trapped in the Trying basement. Trying to make friends here with the spirit world, so I'll have some company. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again for listening to the show. We'll be back uh, next week. And uh, you Thursday. have a very happy and prosperous new year. Yes, a very, very happy and prosperous new year. And we're going to start having the Kabbalah Corner. I like that. We'll do a little lesson every time. Okay, I think I'm going to start the psychedelic thing over again. All right, everybody. Good night.